0: Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Sensitive Collective Podcast. I am your host and healing mentor, Laura Ann, and I created the Sensitive Collective Podcast to be a space where highly sensitive people and empaths can come to receive guidance, love, and support on their own healing and empowerment journey. Whether it's just with me or with one of my guests, we show up in vulnerability to share our own stories and insights with the intention of creating a network of support for you, dear listener, because feeling all the feels, healing from past trauma, old patterns, and learning how to navigate and fully step into your sensitivity superpowers can feel confusing and sometimes honestly super lonely. But you are not alone. There are more sensitives waking up to the truth of their power and their purpose every single day the work that you are doing to heal yourself and claim your power is the work that will transform both you and the entire world and it's why we're here. So join me on this sacred journey of self-discovery, self-love, and self-healing. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll do it all together. I am so happy you're here. Enjoy. It's Laura Ann, your host and healing mentor, just hopping on here to ask that if you are receiving some value and support and needed guidance on your journey as an empath and sensitive from the Sensitive Collective Podcast, that you please hop on over to Apple Podcasts linked in today's show notes to leave a review for the show. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for listeners to find the Sensitive Collective podcast. And get that same guidance and support that they need too. And if you don't already, please remember to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Today's a juicy one. I'm so thankful for you being here, for trusting me as a guide on your own healing and empowerment journey. And I'm just sending you my warmest blessings and lots of love. Enjoy. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the Sensitive Collective podcast. I am your host and healing mentor, Laura Ann. And today we are talking about speaking your truth, the truth about speaking your truth. Um, you know, people pleasing is one of the biggest challenges that I personally have had to work through as an empath and highly sensitive person. And um, it's one of the main struggles for my clients as well. And people pleasing really does stand in direct opposition to something most sensitives crave deeply feeling empowered to speak their truth so why is that so important why is speaking your truth so important there can be so many different reasons and everyone's why is going to feel unique to them but i have noticed some trends and i have some of my own theories Um, for sensitives, you know, we, we feel so deeply, we notice so much. It, it's almost like a biological imperative to speak our truth. And I believe it's one of the reasons that we as empaths and highly sensitive people even exist. To speak our truth and to show those who aren't highly sensitive people the unique and beautiful perspectives that we have and the way that we're able to connect the dots and the depth at which we perceive the world around us. As Dr. Elaine Aaron points out in her book, The Highly Sensitive Person, which if you haven't read, I highly recommend, um, she points out that sensitives are ideally suited to roles of teacher and mentor Counselor, an advisor, um, it's not a coincidence, right? That there's a reason that people come to you for insight and advice. As a highly sensitive, so there's an element of of speaking your truth, being a part of your purpose, and even being here in the world, and then. There is the very human level, the very personal level of the day-to-day consequences that we deal with for not speaking our truth. Resentment building in our relationships because we don't feel seen or because we feel like we're being taken advantage of or walked all over. Burning out because we don't have any boundaries and we're always saying yes, even when we're at capacity. Lack of trust in our own intuition because we aren't speaking our truth and then we'll often downplay or ignore our inner knowing. Avoiding conflict to the point at which whatever, you know, the thing is that we're avoiding blows up in our face. I mean, the list, it goes on and on. So we know, we all know speaking your truth is really important And it's especially important for sensitives to be able to thrive and have the quality of life and relationships that that they want to create within their life. Here's the thing. If you don't feel safe, you can't speak your truth. Let me say that again. If you don't feel safe, you can't speak your truth please take this to heart my love and and may it help you release any guilt or shame you're carrying around about this people pleasing is a nervous system response people pleasing is the fawn response um i was thinking about about that story about the mouse who pulls the thorn from the lion's paw and you know when the when this tiny little mouse is like hey lion Sure, actually, yeah, let me help you with, with that thorn. I'll I'll take it out for you. They're going along with things and pretending everything is okay because they're scared for their life. Now, I know that's a fresh take on this children's story or parable or whatever, but I stand by this interpretation. <laughs> I think it's, it's a deeper lesson that maybe we haven't talked about. Um, some of us learned through people-pleasing, through trauma – with a lowercase T, some of us through trauma with an uppercase T and, you know, some combination therein. But if you're an empath or highly sensitive person, chances are you learned at a young age, what a very successful, what a very successful protective survival strategy people pleasing can really be. And it got baked into you with the deepest, deepest layers of self. You know, for many of us sensitives, we we even come to over-identify with people-pleasing as a personality trait to be proud of. And this can be compounded by family and friends singing your praises for people-pleasing, um, perhaps even more so if that's the only time you ever received approval and recognition growing up. Perhaps people-pleasing is a badge of honor worn by generations of women in your family. It's certainly one that's been encouraged culturally by the patriarchy in the programming and conditioning of women to be subservient to men. You know I had to go there. (laughs) So... Why am I harping about this? Um, harping on about this? I know I can I can sound like a broken record about these things, and it's not the first, and it won't be the last time that I mention it. And that is because I want you to really internalize this truth: that there is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. It it only makes sense. It's only natural that as a sensitive, especially if you're one who identifies as female, that you struggle with people-pleasing. It's a foregone conclusion. It's part of your programming. And maybe it shows up for you more in some areas of life than others. And the ways in which it shows up for you is going to directly relate to the specific shades and palettes of of your own trauma. Maybe you find yourself giving away all your power to your boss, staying late and taking on things that are outside of your job description or that you aren't being compensated for because you want them to approve of you and see you as valuable. Um, Maybe it's really apparent in your friendships and that anytime your girls are like, where should we eat? Where are we going to dinner? You're like, I'm easy. Wherever's fine with me. Even though you're the one who has several food allergies and you get major anxiety going to big noisy restaurants. Um, for me, my people-pleasing tendencies were most noticeable in my family dynamics, in my romantic relationships, and in my work. I still get low-level anxiety around speaking my truth to my family about what my needs are, but it used to be so much more severe and so severe that I couldn't even really do it. And so I ended up not getting my needs met and very often getting sick in and around family gatherings um, because it was just too much. For years, I mean years with my work, as a massage therapist and a body worker, I had pretty poor boundaries around my time and my energy and I was I was really consistently prioritizing the needs of my clients over my own. You know, sometimes in session I would compromise my own body and <laughs> in like injury to be able to get at a certain angle or hold something for long enough for, for them to be able to release. More often, I think it was in just the sheer volume and number of sessions that I would schedule for myself in a day and, and working in a way that really just wasn't sustainable. But I would still add that one more session because I, I would do that rather than, you know, disappoint or let down a client. That's how it felt. And I'd be letting them down Then I'd be disappointing them by setting that boundary. Um, I can remember in my committed romantic relationships, so many nights of just laying in bed, worrying over and rehearsing over in my mind, asking for something that I needed, just scared to death about speaking up and asking for whatever emotional need it was that I had. Even now. Looking back on that, I can see, yeah, logically, it's obvious (laughs) that I wasn't literally at risk of death (laughs) by asking for that need to be met. Um, But in the moment, that's how my mind, body, spirit, that's how my nervous system read the situation. If I'm too needy, then I'm going to be rejected, unloved. Into the wilderness where I will wander alone until I starve. That's how it translates. Because as kids, we are dependent on others for our survival. We are dependent on being loved and accepted in order to survive, not only because it's a core emotional need, but because it's one way that we can ensure our practical needs of being fed and sheltered are gonna be tended to and met as well. So again, you can't speak up and speak your truth if you don't feel safe. This is why working with the deeper root causes and healing your trauma is such an essential part of empowering yourself as a sensitive. When you work with healing and releasing your trauma through different layers of self, with inner child, with your physical body, with your energetic body, with your mind, you finally start to really learn through and through that you are safe to speak your truth. As you work with and heal your trauma, you start to know in an embodied way, in a real way, in your gut in your bones, that you won't die if you speak your truth. Healing your trauma will make you more confident. Healing your trauma will build self-trust and self-belief. And this is how healing your trauma empowers you to speak your truth. And the more you speak your truth, the more you feel you can do it, And so the more you actually will do it, and just as with anything in life, that's the nature of practice, right? The better you'll get with it, the easier it will feel, the more you're going to do it. It's that positive feedback loop. Like I said, I still get low-level anxiety around speaking my truth sometimes, but I've done so much work around it that it doesn't debilitate me like it used to. And I'm so much more empowered in my voice than I used to be. And there's always more to work with. And there's always more to work through. It's called practice for a reason. And it's one of the things I really, I just so love and appreciate about the healing journey and its cyclical nature. That there there are so many deeper layers and opportunities to integrate, this healing and release of trauma and and then experiencing how that affects my relationships within myself, how I show up in the world. It's really this never ending miracle. And, and it is the ride of a lifetime. <laughs> like Oh my God. Woo. It is the ride of a lifetime. Um, I, uh, sometimes wonder if that's kind of how our souls view our lifetimes, like, like a roller coaster. And there's like a line waiting to reincarnate again after you've left your last life ride. And you're like chatting with your soul family in line, like, yeah, so cool. How you showed up as my mom this last time. Or like, Wow! Yeah, this this might have been my twenty third life ride, but whoa, it's the craziest one yet. And I integrated like three soul karmic lessons that I needed to. And and there's like the photo booth; you could come back and see like the dark nights of the soul and some of the most incredible spiritual awakening moments. And it's like with your hands up, going down the roller coaster. Ah! Like, oh my gosh! Uh, not to minimize right? Not to minimize the intensity of whatever you're going through in your life at this time or what you've been through in your past. But I do I do find the humor there and I, I find it for me to be really helpful sometimes to take that super wide lens approach and zoom way out and, and get that perspective of like, how does my soul feel about this? Um, and for me, and whatever, however that works with your belief system, I, mean, I believe in uh, in reincarnation, and we're coming into to multiple lives. But you know, what would that wide lens be for you? Anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent. Uh, getting back to the point, you absolutely have the power and the ability to heal, and the world needs you to speak your truth. That's why you're here. That's a big part of why you're here. It's it's your purpose speaking your truth, following your heart. So if this is resonating with you, please take it as a confirmation for you to take action in being more intentional in speaking your truth. Whether, and, and healing so that you can, right? Getting getting to the place where you feel safe enough to speak up and speak your truth. Whether that's booking an energy healing making sure your next therapy session is on the calendar, getting a massage, doing inner child work, um, or even booking a call with me to talk about healing mentorship. Right, There's so many different avenues that you can take. But whatever that next aligned action step is for you in creating the, the, the safety that you need to speak your truth, it really... I just, it really is miraculous to see what we are capable of shifting within ourselves as we heal our trauma and the power that comes with speaking your truth. And I think that's the the perfect note for us to close on today. So as always, I'll leave you with this reminder for you, for myself, for our inner child, that you're doing the best you can where you're at with what you've got, and I love you.